The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is the Lombardi Line with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard, live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSIN, the sports betting network. We welcome you back in. It's another hour of the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM, live from the site of Super Bowl 57 on Radio Row, our beautiful set in Phoenix, Arizona, where Mike Pritchard, the former NFL wide receiver, is standing by. I'm Ben Wilson from Las Vegas at our Circus Sportsbook studio. Still a lot going on in Vegas here in the build-up to the Super Bowl. Meanwhile, Pritch is, uh, is maybe the hardest working man in all of sports media right now, uh, doing, doing spots all day. Are you having as much fun as it sounds, though, Pritch, from at least from your voice when we talk? It seems like you're having a lot of fun. I am having a blast, Ben. You know, it, it, you, all, you get caught up in the energy. You really do. Uh, I mean, it's so fascinating. Uh, and you can anticipate it, uh, having done it uh, many, many times. We, we, we counted 15 of them, right? Uh, as a player yeah. and, and as a media member. But uh, to represent VEASAN uh, on this stage, what, along with DraftKings, has been incredible. It really has. I mean, the attention uh, that we're getting. Uh, I mean, Ken has done a great job building the set that you're seeing. Uh, and then uh, they dressed it up very, very handsomely, uh, Ben Wilson. So we are uh, the center of attention right when you walk into media center. You can't miss it. Uh, and so everybody passes by as Tugats was here. I mean, just celebrities are starting to roll through, too. So, yeah, the energy is picking up uh, and, and the anticipating of the buildup uh, throughout this entire yeah. week is very, very exciting. Yeah, big thanks to Ken Sports, Des Schultz, uh, doing great work engineering our setup there on site uh, in, yes. in Phoenix on Radio Row. Uh, ben Fox, Brian Rogers, I know also uh, doing, doing great work right. as well on site there in Phoenix. Uh, we still have a lot more to get to in this hour as far as guests. Will Hill and Josh Applebaum, they're our Tuesday regulars. 
They will be joining us this hour for their thoughts on the Super Bowl. Ryan Leaf will be joining us from Radio Row, the, Row, the, uh, the former NFL quarterback as well. So he joins us in about a half hour. As far as some news and notes, though, around the league, Mike, yesterday was another significant day from a coaching hiring standpoint. Brian Flores is the new defensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings, uh, taking over for the fired Ed Donatel there in Minnesota. The defense that's been bottom eight in the league in points per game allowed now each of the past few seasons. Now, when you we heard that mm-hmm. uh, initial news there, Flores getting the hire in Minnesota, how, how do you react to that? Well, you know, he was a head coaching candidate. I mean, interviewed for the Carolina, the Arizona Cardinals uh, job. But, but you know, he's getting back to his roots as a coordinator. I mean, he was a consultant uh, with the Steelers, but uh, he's a coach, you know, and, and I'm happy for him because, you know, Coach Flores had some comments and he's suing the league. And a lot of people thought that he'd never coach again, right? Uh, but no, he, he's still getting opportunities, uh, and I think it's a great fit uh, up, up there with the Vikings. Uh, you know, uh, you got to do your work in offseason. you got to get the players. I mean, the coaches will tell you that, getting the players, it will help. Uh, but Coach Flores, what he brings to the table, uh, I think is what Minnesota needs. You know, they got a young, innovative head coach, uh, offensive-minded head coach, too, in O'Connell. Uh, and I think they'll mesh very, very well. you got an experienced head coach uh, as well. So now O'Connell can just focus on the offense, right? And that's what play callers who are head coaches want to do. They just want to focus uh, on the offense and leave it to to a head coach, if you will, uh, on the defensive side of the ball. So I think the Vikings have that. Uh, right now, it's a great hire, to be honest with you, Ben. Uh, and, and to tell you, uh, I'll be honest with you, you know, with that roster, I know not a lot of respect from a betting perspective mm-hmm. was given to the Vikings. But I, I think that's going to change, especially if they make some nice moves in the offseasons to, to bolster uh, that defensive unit there. It's so fascinating because everybody, it seems like, based on the, the betting narrative from the past season, We'll go into 2023 saying Minnesota is the obvious regression candidate. They win a kajillion games by one score. We're exposed as that fraudulent team in the postseason. But bringing in Flores, it's it's one of those moves. If you're a team that is in a potential for regression, you try to counteract that and and make really smart personnel and coaching decisions. You have a a coach down, Brian Flores, who last time we saw him, uh, at least in a play caller role, on the defensive side of the ball was in Miami, where he took the worst defense in the league, changed them from worst to top six in his time there in two seasons. So I, you can only say this is an upgrade, right? And it begs the question, how, how appropriate will the downgrade actually be for Minnesota going into next year? And do we maybe get a little bit too overzealous on wanting to say the Vikings are frauds? They're not winning hardly any games right. next year. Well, you still have the Kirk Cousins factor, though, right? <laughs> I mean, that too. Uh, but they are they Yeah, they are very, very talented. Uh, and, and I think uh, Kirk Cousins just has to get better. I mean, I think there's going to be more expected of him uh, and he's going to have to deliver on that. Right. Um, but Coach Flores now as a coordinator with the Vikings, uh, that mindset, that mentality. And, and again, just the freedom that O'Connell's going to have just calling the plays and not worried about the defense and all that game management and all that, too. So uh, I, I think uh, it's going to be a, a great mesh uh, with uh, Flores and, and O'Connell there. So uh, I, I, I like it. I, I like to hire any coach again. I'll, I say this one more time, Ben. You got to get the players right as a better. Yeah. Uh, we can evaluate Kirk Cousins, but if the Vikings do not improve their personnel defensively, then I, I don't see the respect coming in uh, on that team this year. Yeah. Are you the, are you of the belief, Pritch, in general, with Flores? His lawsuit still playing out right now. So, I mean, suing the league from right. what happened at the end of his Miami tenure. That he spends maybe the next few years Minnesota defensive coordinator. If you assume all goes well based on his track record, 
Are you of the mindset that once that lawsuit is is in the rearview mirror that he will be in a position to be a head coach again in the league? Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I, I think they'll settle it, to be honest with you, Ben. They, they should. I mean, um, there, there's plenty of evidence, right? There's plenty of uh, material right there from Coach Flores, and, and the league knows that. And that you know, uh, the league could do things uh, against Flores that they haven't done. Uh, to me, that's given credence and given uh, confidence to that 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 Coach Flores has a pretty strong case. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you're suing the league for specific reasons, right? Uh, you want to see change, and we'll see if the National Football League will, will implement change at some point. Meanwhile, other news of the day over the last 24 hours throughout the league, Sean Payton's introductory head press conference as head coach of the Denver Broncos. Some interesting quotes, Mike, when asked about the current situation <laughs> with his quarterback he inherits and Russell Wilson. So was, was was asked about some of those perks that Russell Wilson got in year one in Denver, getting his own office, you know, having some of the, you know, the, the, old, the old entourage, his own performance team around. Here's a quote. Sean Payton said, that's foreign to me. That's not going to take place here. I'm not familiar with it, but our staff will be here. Our players will be here, and that'll be it. And it begins, Mike. How did, how did you interpret the press conference yesterday there from Sean Payton? Well, I, I mean, he was foreign to it. I mean, come on, Coach Payton. You knew what you're getting into. I mean, you didn't overlook everything for that $20 million per year as a head coach of the Denver Broncos, right? Uh, but I, if he said that statement, I applaud him uh, for the follow-up uh, to that statement, that it was foreign to him. The fact that he said, no, that's not going to happen. Uh, you have to assert authority. Uh, you have to do that, especially if you're Sean Payton. Uh, and that, to me, gave confidence that he understands that now. Uh, the, the important part of that is, is that going to be received well? And I think you're bringing that up by Russell Wilson. Uh, I don't know how you forget about your ego. I don't know how you do that. It's in your past. It's everything you've established yourself to be uh, as a quarterback, right, in the National Football League. But now you got to let that go. you got to let go of that quarterback coach that you want uh, with you at all times. you got to let go of that office that you want outside of the locker room. Uh, you got to let go of the fact that you think that you're higher than the locker room. Because he did that in Seattle. You know, that's his track mm -hmm. record, to be honest with you, Ben. So uh, Sean Payton's got a longer road than just a soundbite. Uh, but we'll see if, if uh, Russell Wilson becomes coachable. If he does, you know, as betters, man, that, that's something to be focused on. That's such a good point you make because it's, it's, it, it's so easy to sit here. You get these, the introductory press conferences. Everything sounds good, right? The plan is all laid out. But the execution is another, is another factor. I, I, right. ju I just wonder how, you know, you think about where both Russell Wilson and Sean Payton are at. They just got a ton of money to come to Denver. Mm -hmm. Broncos gave up a ton of draft capital in the process and, and personnel-wise have a long way to go. How much of, how, how stark do you believe those conversations are being behind the scenes for both Peyton and Wilson saying, look, our legacies are, are on the line here trying to yeah. you know, resuscitate a franchise that is desperate for a winning team that was so far away last year? Oh, yeah. I mean, it is, uh, it is an incredible environment right now, too. I can't even imagine it because for so long, for generations even, uh, the Denver Broncos were owned by Pat Bolin, uh, and you knew the standard. I mean, Pat Bolin is a Hall of Famer because he had more Super Bowl appearances than losing seasons as an owner. Think about that for a minute. Uh, and so that's all changed. It's all changed because of now you got a new owner and, and you got a new GM, you got a new quarterback, you got a new, new coach here. They got to figure it all out. You know, I think if you're Sean Payton, you figure that you can create your own culture, and that gives you a leg up to start all over, if you will, or with a new football team. So 
Uh, it's imperative that him and Russell get on the same page. I, I think they can. A band, they should be able to, right? Yeah. Uh, they should have as many meetings as they need uh, to make sure that they're all on the same page. And if they can get on the same page, I, I think as betters, that, that's going to be encouraging. I mean, maybe we can get out in front of uh, certain numbers uh, when they present that opportunity later on in the year, uh, just by the fact that we're armed with that knowledge that, hey, they have a working relationship uh, and therefore it's going to turn out to better results in the future. Hey, the market's already already dipped, at least uh, shortening the odds on the Super it? Bowl <laughs> for the Denver Broncos. Okay. A lot of action already, just alone on Sean Payton's hire there wow. uh, in Denver. The other, it's funny, Mike, we're, at, we're on February 7th today. The Arizona Cardinals and Indianapolis Colts have still not yet hired a head coach. What are people talking about with regards to those jobs among the people you've talked to down on, on Media Row? Yeah, I had a discussion last night uh, over uh, stakes. Uh, uh, nobody likes Kyler Murray. That's it. Nobody wants to work with that guy. Uh, and that should tell you everything. That's the reason why you got a GM that walked away. Uh, you got a, a head coach that, what is he in Thailand now? Where is he at? I mean, is he, where's, Wal, where's Waldo? <laughs> Allegedly, right? Um, but no, that, that guy, I, I, and I was candid with the company that I was with, that I, I, I have a coach or a good friend of mine who's a coach um, that was like, I'm not recruiting that guy. I, I couldn't recruit that guy. He's a piece of work. And now, he described it differently. I can't say it on air. Um, but, yeah, nobody wants to work with Kyler Murray, and, and that's not shocking to me at all. I, I think we're, we're, we're picking up what you're saying, Pritch. Yeah, that's why you're, you're a professional. <laughs> I hope uh, I hope that's – what, filet uh, medium rare for you, Pritch? Is that the uh, – was that, was that the steak it, yeah, of choice? Yeah, I had to send it – I had to send it back, though, because you know, it, was, it wasn't medium. I wanted it medium, but it was medium rare, though. Oof. That's a, that's a, we're going to have to have that debate uh, off, off air. That's, that's yeah. an interesting okay. quandary for you there, okay. Pritch. Uh, still much more to get to. We have a loaded guest hour coming up. Will Hill will join us, our do-it-all VEASAN analyst. His thoughts on the Super Bowl when we come back. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? 
I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard, live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSEN, the sports betting network. The big game means big plans for VSEN. VSEN is in the middle of all the action and broadcasting live from Radio Row in Phoenix all week with athlete and celebrity interviews and our experts breaking down the game. You don't want to miss any of VSEN's coverage. Huddle up and watch Follow the Money. Our show, the Lombardi Line, VSEN Final Countdown, and VSEN Primetime, live all week from Radio Row in Phoenix. For betting splits, expert picks, and big-game props, head to vsin.com. That is vsin.com. Been uh, been so much fun to work with Mike Pritchard, who's there on Radio Row right now. Patrick Maher, Michael Lombardi, they will take over on the desk for you, Pritch, starting tomorrow through Friday. So really excited for that uh, live from the big game. Uh, Mike Pritchard there on Radio Row. We still have more guests coming up this hour. Uh, Ryan Leaf is going to join us on Radio Row in about 15 minutes. But right now, Pritch, we can't, look, we can't, as much as the guests are great in person, we have to stay loyal to our regulars like Will Hill, uh, who joins us right now from the East Coast. Will, do you have as much, like, is, is there much FOMO as, as, like, I have right now? Like, I see Pritch, he's having the time of his life there, just like Sergio Dip uh, there, <laughs> there on Radio <laughs> Row. Do you have as much FOMO as I have right now, not actually getting to be there? Oh, I wouldn't call it FOMO. I would say it's just pure jealousy. I mean, you guys are rubbing okay. elbows. You're eating steaks with all these celebrities, and I'm just sitting here. It's cold. Uh, I got nobody to hang out with. So, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it, it's deeper than FOMO. It's okay. uh, it's it's jealousy and a little bit of hate, to be honest. Oh, oh a little bit of, a little bit of hate, too. <laughs> well, get yourself, I want to hear okay. the Jim Rome story, too. I really want to hear the Jim Rome story. I got on a little too late. Next yeah. week, I'm going to hear that one. That was a good Jim Rome story. Okay, yeah. It was. You can, yeah, you it was can, a great uh, Jim you can, Rome story. I mean, basically, you were on, what, a week after Jim Everett's infamous uh, infamous incident on well, the Jim Rome show? That, yeah. That yeah. So I want to, if I remember correctly, it was about two weeks because they had to repair some things, right? And, um, uh, and sure enough, I... I First thing, first question I had to ask Jim was, okay, what happened? Uh, right? Uh, and that was Rome, not Jim Everett. But, um, and, you know, he got into his explanation of everything. But when I sat down at that table on the set, the same set, um, I think it was called Take Two at, at the time, way back in the day. Uh, and this, the table was nailed down. And all I could do was start laughing. Um, but, yeah, Jim Rome hooked me up with, uh, you know, David Ricky, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that name or not, but it was a tailor, uh, and you know we had suits and, and shirts, and then he had a, I had a dinner at the Ivy uh, out there, and I think that's in Hollywood. I know Will Hill. Pretty good, 
That's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> not bad, right? Yeah, that's not <laughs> we'll, get, yeah. we'll just yeah. get, I, yeah. I was able to talk Danny Burke into uh, just, get, you know, he's getting on a flight. He's coming out to Vegas in a couple weeks. You got to do the same thing, man. Uh, you just get, just get on out here. Well, well, we have plenty of fun to have, to, uh, to have going on, at least out here. Uh, as we've, we've started to dive in now, though, Will, we're looking at uh, the, the way the prop market has expanded. It, what's interesting to me is just how much action. It shouldn't be a surprise. This happens every year. Everybody betting props to the over early on in the week. So there's been a bunch of numbers that have gotten really, really inflated. Are you seeing uh, any value right now on any unders as we now get, what, five days away from the big game? I still think you're better off waiting because, you know, as much as you could say the, the numbers have moved, most of the recreational bettors probably still haven't get involved. I, th- I don't think, you know, those people don't get involved until the day of the game, the day before the game. So your Mahomes overpassing, Kelsey over receiving. I think that's all stuff you can, if you really like the under, just wait until an hour, half hour before kickoff. You will get the best of the number because even sitting here on a Tuesday morning, I don't think these numbers have moved as much as they're probably going to move, especially on the popular guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I was going to ask you about Edwards Elaire getting activated. You know, I, I think Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy needs to watch him practice before really heavily involving him in the game plan. And then on the way in this morning, okay, both teams are having their press conferences today. Uh, with the media. I mean, are you looking for any type of information from the press conferences as we build up to the Super Bowl? Or, in fact, are you looking forward to uh, looking at the injury reports that that we're going to get tomorrow uh, and then on throughout the week? Yeah, I can't imagine either coach would tip their hand a little bit. I know, you know, Andy Reid's got some personality. He was talking about mac and cheese last night. And, you know, these guys will be colorful a little bit, but I can't imagine they're going to spill anything in terms of, of information. I think they're too close to the game. It's the Super Bowl. They're going to, you know, even if they said something, I probably would, would believe it the other way where, where I wouldn't expect them to be telling the truth. So I don't expect them to tip their hand and, and give any sort of insight into how this game plan is going to go, things like that. Will Hill joining us right now on the Lombardi line. Give him a follow at not the Will Hill. From the overall game itself, Will, as we, we break down the side and the total, the release comes yesterday to the over, now up to 51 market wide. Side still pretty much settled in at Eagles minus one and a half. What would you look to do if you were betting this pre-flop either side or total? I like the Chiefs and I like the over. I think I like the over more than the Chiefs. Again, there's still a 50 and a half out there. It's it's a little juiced up. I think it's minus 115, but it's at one of the legal shops. So you could find a 50 and a half. I just think both teams will move the ball. I mean, the Chiefs have all sorts of issues in the red zone. We know Philly, they're aggressive. They're good in short yardage. They have that rugby quarterback sneak with Hurts, which is almost an unstoppable. And, and again, they're aggressive to begin with. So when you play the Chiefs, you know you're going to have to get points. You know you're going to have to get sevens. So I, I think the Eagles are capable of matching. The Chiefs are always going to get their, you know, 28, 30 plus points against pretty much anybody. If you look at the quarterbacks Philly's faced, uh, it's really, it's a lot of Davis Mills and Daniel Jones and the Niners mm-hmm. backups. It's it, They haven't been tested and when they faced a good quarterback, it was Aaron Rodgers in the middle of the season. Rodgers put up 33 on him. So I think you can move the ball on this Philly team. So I look for like a, a 31-28, 34-28 game. I just I like the Chiefs and Mahomes getting points. But again, I feel more confident uh, on the over than I do against the Chiefs. I, I think we're like I like, I think it was uh, Jim Everett was saying, been four unders in a row for the Super Bowl. So maybe we're due for some points here. So I like the over and a, kind of a correlated prop there. I sort of talked around it, but. I think he can still get Jake Elliott, the Philly kicker, under seven and a half points. I don't think this is a field goal game for them. I think if they get in the red zone, they're going to be aggressive. They know they're going to have to match Kansas City. So two field goals and two extra points gets you over. I don't see them kicking a lot of field goals here. I think they'll be aggressive. So I'd go under here on Elliott. 
Yeah, what do you think about any other angles, like maybe first half, first quarter, uh, you know, Jim Everett, uh, certainly Michael Silver. I mean, a lot of people, Herm Edwards was on the show earlier uh, talking about the anxiety. Uh, perhaps there could be some anxiety from, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts. We, we witnessed him uh, in the national championship situation where he got benched, right? Like, like if Kansas City gets out to a quick start, uh, are you interested in any uh, of those situations betting-wise uh, that way? Well, uh, DraftKings is offering these quarter props. You can you can bet what's going to be the highest scoring quarter, first quarter versus third quarter, first quarter versus fourth fourth quarter. I would look to bet the third quarter being higher higher scoring, the fourth quarter being higher scoring. We've seen this in past Super Bowls, like you mentioned. The, the word is perfect: anxiety. There's a little nerves mm-hmm. early on. You don't want to lose the game in the first drive or so. So you know what. Third and short, you punt it, you make conservative throws, conservative play calls. So third quarter versus first first quarter scoring-wise, I would look for the third quarter. I would just look tend to fade, you know, no score first six minutes is a bet you can make. I would look for a lower scoring start to the game, which has been sort of a Super Bowl trend. I'm not a huge trend guy, but that is one trend that I think carries over from matchup to matchup. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Well, I, I'm the same way as you. I'm not I'm not going back and looking at trends and basing prop bets on that. But the one I consistently bet, I remember betting it last year and it cashed, was the no score first six minutes. I bet that in Rams and, and Bengals. And it's usually, I mean, it's a very fair price. Normally, it's about, it's about a minus 110 number. Some books will offer you, you know, no score five and a half or six and a half. And it can, the juice will depend based on that. But it's amazing how that has been one of the more consistent props. And yet it doesn't really get talked about that much because it's not very sexy. Oh, it's not fun at all to play because you could lose it on any play. <laughs> you lose a fumble, one big play. You have to sit there and watch the clock and root for the clock. To just go and go and go, so it's it's an you know it's a stressful first uh, you know ten minutes of of your Super Bowl experience rooting for no big plays, rooting for no turnovers. Uh, you know sometimes you need a missed field goal, but uh, I do think there's some value on no score yeah. first six minutes. Yeah, you know Will and Ben, both of you guys. I mean, I, I feel like I'm kind of light because I only have three or four bets. I mean, what, what's the what's the norm? Like you guys for the Super Bowl, what are you looking at in terms of how many bets you're actually going to have? Will, I'll let you go first. Yeah, I'll probably have at least 15 or 20. 15 or 20. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not some – I don't attack it as, as heavily pre-flop. I like to see what angles are available uh, in-game, but I'll, I'll have a couple of the uh-huh. novelty pro- – look, I'll have a couple of novelty props. I have a small bet already on, on Philadelphia minus one from, from Sunday night. I uh, have a small bet on a Patrick Mahomes passing attempts prop over. So I'll end up in that. Uh, we'll kind of split the difference. I'll end up with, you know, a handful, like five, six. And so, Pritch, you can go right in the middle. You can okay. do like 10. Yeah. A, you know what? We'll get I an even breakdown. 10's a doable number. 10's a doable number. I mean, I, I, I probably won't enjoy the Super Bowl if I have more than 10. Exactly. That's a good point. <laughs> it is uh, tough. You start to get to the point where you don't even know what you're rooting for. Are you winning money? Are you losing money? <laughs> you got to bet on every play. Yeah. No, it, it gets stressful. But, hey, you, you know, you just pick off some of these lines as you see them and and they start to add up quickly. Exactly. You know, the other fun part yeah, about yeah. The, the Super Bowl week, especially the Super Bowl being in Glendale, you have the uh, the huge golf tournament going on. Will, you and I, we were uh, – you gave out Kirk Kitayama as a super long bomb a couple weeks ago. He did nothing at Torrey and then was great at Pebble Beach last week. Uh, what's a long bomb or, or what a general shot you like to come out of that uh, PGA tournament this week? I haven't done my work yet, but one of my buddies who's really sharp with it says Jason Day and his models uh, comes up Jason comes up Day. really with, with some positive numbers across the board. So I might be tailing okay. on that, and I'll uh, I'll find something. Don't okay. worry. Okay. 
I'll say, look, I'll say this. This is a tournament. There's so many. It's, what, 22 of the top 25 in the world. So you can get Anything really good like? golfers. You're good with this stuff. Anything you uh, like? I have not, yeah, I have not no, made man. any bets yet. I'm more Akawa, though. Like, there are the elite guys who are outside 20 to 1. Those are ridiculous yeah. prices, and, and it war those weren't bets to me. So I'm diving in. I'm, I'm likely have a, a placement bet on Morikawa uh, as, before the week is done. Anyway, Will Hill, so good to see you, man. We'll, we'll catch up uh, later on in the week. All right, thanks for having me. Good to see you guys. We're back right after this. Ryan Leaf will join the show live from Radio Row from Visa and the Sports Betting Network. This is the Lombardi Line with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard, live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Do you have questions about betting on the Super Bowl, wondering about how to hedge, or maybe you're looking for unusual props or insights from one of our hosts? Well, the VSEN Big Game Help Desk is here for you. Submit your questions at VSEN.com slash helpdesk, and it could be answered by our experts on air or on vcin.com. As we welcome you back to the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM, I'm Ben Wilson from our Circus Sportsbook Studios in downtown Las Vegas, back with Mike Pritchard, the former NFL wide receiver from Radio Row in Phoenix in the build-up to Super Bowl 57. Now joined on Radio Row, right next to Mike Pritchard, by the former NFL quarterback Ryan Leaf, who you can now see doing a great work analysis for SiriusXM on the NFL side, Westwood One as well, a bunch of other outlets. So, Ryan, look, so many people, and you've been very open about talking about your struggles in the NFL People always look at that, but the reality is your your best NFL game came against Mike Pritchard's Seattle Seahawks, Week Eight, nineteen ninety eight. What do you remember about that uh, that day at Qualcomm? It was a pretty good day. Uh, uh, ultimately, not enough. I threw a touchdown. There weren't many touchdowns that I threw in my career, so I went up <laughs> against Sean Springs. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Had Chad Brown chasing me around. Yes. Yeah. Cortez uh, Kennedy. Yep. Yep. It was. Uh, it was a good good memory of mine playing in the NFL. Yeah, I tell you what, uh, you know, the NFL, Ben, uh, is such a fraternity, but, you know, degrees of separation. Like, Ryan, uh, he knows Dennis Erickson really well, and he was my coach. And, I mean, we can go on and on with stories about who we know and, yeah. and how we know them and, and certainly kind of connect uh, those degrees of That's separation. That's why we're so good at doing the betting stuff. That's right. Because we're just so locked in with all the things <laughs> that are going right. on in the NFL. And we're going to give the audience a great information here in this segment. I know that. I feel it. Uh, of course. That's that's, uh, that's the whole point now. <laughs> one and a half point favorites. I'm sure, yeah, you guys were always, I'm sure, aware of, you, of the point spreads when, uh, when you played. One and a half point favorite. Uh, before we get into the game, Ryan, tell us. I know you're doing a lot of consulting work now. Tell us what's uh, what's new for you. Well, you know, I'm just uh, I'm trying to give back. I feel like I probably took way too much during my life, you know, and uh, there was a lot of people that supported me when I was at my lowest. And so that's where that's where it fits. Like the, the world of service for me is the foundation. And that allows if I do that, if I make it about other people, my life gets better, ironically enough. Right. And so that's what I've been trying to do over the last eight years. And it's given me an unbelievable life. Right. A family, uh, a foundation based in, in purposeful service. And then it allows me to do these fun things that are revolving around sports, around football and who would have known, you know, from when I look back at all the interviews I used to do when I was a player, that I would be articulate and be able to talk <laughs> about sports in a manner that people would want to listen as an analyst. So uh, I've surprised myself. I think I've surprised a lot of people, uh, and it's something that I'm really proud of. Yeah, you should be. I mean, I want to applaud you, in, and I know a lot of people respect uh, what you're doing, uh, but giving back in the service, uh, uh, you know, this game uh, can present so many opportunities, like you mentioned, and for you and your platform to be given back in the fashion that you're doing, I just want to applaud you right now. I appreciate it. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's good. The, the, you just mentioned the NFL Brotherhood. You know, a lot of people don't understand. There's only 27,000 of us who ever right. played in the NFL in 100 years. And I think for the longest time, I didn't think I belonged anymore, right? Because you're not a success of being a, a top draft pick. 
when in reality, uh, everybody who's played the game, yourself included, we know how hard it was. Right. And that's why we look at each other and, and when we see some of our brothers no longer with us because of their inability to, to, to be open and uh, out front about what they're going through, it breaks your heart and you don't want to ever see that happen again. So that's why I, I do the work that I do. And Ryan Leaf joining fabulous. us uh, here on the Lombardi line, and that's yeah. that's the the main point. I mean, twenty seven thousand all yeah. times. It's so hard for us, like as the common bit of betting watching folk, to really understand what that was like, you know, for you mentally going through that whole that whole process. And it's why it's it's. I mean, you know, we flip it forward, and obviously, what you went through a very serious situation. But you know, now as far as handicapping a Super Bowl, like at the same token, some of those same principles ring true because we have no idea what's going through the minds of these guys. It's <laughs> it's impossible for us to sit here and really have conviction. Uh, if you're thinking about the position you played, Ryan, as, at quarterback in the NFL, how are you viewing this week through the, the perspective and mindset of a Jalen Hurts who's never been here before and getting ready for his first really big moment on a global scale? Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not so worried about Jalen Hurts. The guy's been through about, the, as a freshman, he's playing in the national championship against Deshaun Watson and the Clemson Tigers, right? They lose that game. He loses his job on national TV at halftime of national championship. He sits there for a year and backs the guy. I mean, what he's overcome, and I remember when he was signed and drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles, I, I thought immediately that Carson Wentz was not long for that job because he just simply outworks everybody else. And he's, he's responsible for where this team's at and why he's there, too. So I don't have too much too much to worry about there. When this AFC and NFC championship ended, I thought it would be much more difficult to handicap that matchup between Cincinnati and Philadelphia than it would between these two teams. Initially, I thought Philly should have been a much, much uh, larger favorite when it started out. But as we've seen, the oddsmakers have kept it at a very low number, and it stayed there. It has stayed there the entire time, pretty much a pick em, uh situation. The closer we've come to game time, I've seen this kind of, the scales kind of, you know, balance again. A big reason because 15, right? Uh, right. Patrick Mahomes yeah. is the difference maker in all of this. Ultimately, I, I think the Eagles are the better football team. The two statistics I really look at, there's been two times in the Super Bowl history where the number one passing defense went up against the number one passing mm -hmm. offense. Oakland and Tampa Bay, we all know how that one turned out. Right. That was on a week. That was only on a week uh, um, differential from NFC Championship, AFC Championship to the Super Bowl. The other one, the Denver Broncos versus the Seattle Seahawks, Peyton Manning against the Legion of Doom. Both those games cumulatively came out to be like a 62-point beating. That, that statistic for me is, is meaningful in this game. Ultimately, I think it's pretty tight. Philly wins by a field goal, I think. Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, I have a lean towards the Eagles. I have that all week so far. Uh, I've been wavering a little bit at times, yeah. but I'm sticking I, true. I, <laughs> I, I don't want to go against Patrick Mahomes. Like everything I'm trying to put into the analytics aspect of yeah. it is just balanced immediately when 15 steps onto the stage. Yeah, absolutely. I want to ask you about Nick Sirianni because not a lot of people are talking about his impact with the Eagles. I think people start or should start to talk about it. Uh, what do you think has been the major factor or, or contribution in terms of why and how he's captured that locker room? So a lot of times teams take over the identity of their head coaches. Okay. In this instance, I think this Philadelphia t team, as well as their head coach, is identified by the city of Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Just the way Nick started out with that press conference, it was so awkward and weird, kind of like the Eagles. They, they, they go to the bottom every few years, right. and then they find a way to battle and get back and, and, and do something really impressive and do it as, as, as kind of underdogs. This year, they're certainly not that. But Nick Sirianni is not a guy that's just, you know, you know autopiloting a car right here. The roster was set, but they have uh, been influenced by him. And Nick 
has been influenced by that city of Philadelphia, and we're getting the best possible version of all of that tied into one this week. And you have the connections too, the Sirianni, uh, the Reed connections, making it yet another uh, very, <laughs> very interesting storyline going into the Super Bowl. Again, Ryan Leib joining us right now uh, on the Lombardi line. I, I love that you, you're looking into the analytics as well. Pritch and I, we go back and forth on these shows because he's the player. <laughs> I'm like the stat nerd guy. But as you look at how we're expecting maybe the Chiefs offensive game plan to play out, I was looking at the Mahomes uh, pass attempts props. He's at 38 and a half right now. A guy who has been very pass happy because he leads such a dynamic offense. Do you see there being any change or reinventing of the wheel from, from Andy Reid, given that the wide receivers are somewhat banged up and uh, Mahomes is coming off this high ankle sprain, or is it going to be more pass, pass, pass from Mahomes? I, I think it's going to be more pass, pass, pass. That was a big prop for me in the AFC Championship game. I think people were kind of staying away from it because they didn't know if he'd be able to truly go for a full game. Maybe Chad Henney comes in for a couple series and then you know, he doesn't get over the 36-and-a-half attempts, I think, where the where, was the total a couple weeks ago. He did clear that by a, by a bunch, clearly. Uh, it went up a few here. I, I think that the only thing that I can see happening is, is Andy Reid vacating the run game, not because they need to. It's just because, you know, he feels really comfortable with Patrick Mahomes and them throwing the football and where they've had success. So I still like that. I still like that over. Uh, even maybe if it hits 40, uh, start having some different thoughts. Yeah. But I, I, I like if it stays in the 30s. Yeah, you know, from an in-game standpoint, too, because a lot of people might have interest betting this game in-game. And, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, it doesn't seem like he has control at the line of scrimmage. Um, I don't know if you see it that way. Uh, how can he adapt uh, throughout this game as a quarterback uh, when they are one-dimensional? Well, he, he trusts Andy Reid. Okay. He trusts Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy. That's why he's not asked to do a whole bunch mm -hmm. at the line of scrimmage because he doesn't have to. Right. Both those, both those coaches get them into plays that are – now, he'll call two or three plays in the huddle, mm -hmm. and he'll, he'll roll one of them off, and that's, that's him where he's taking control and stuff like that. So, you know, he always has options when he steps into the line of scrimmage, but his best option ultimately is just getting the ball out of his hand quickly. Right. And we'll see that early. He's got to get the ball out of his hand quickly early because this defense – uh, is really special up right. front and can make things really difficult for him in the passing game if he's sitting oh. back there holding it. All right, so Ryan Leaf, early lead, Philadelphia, Philadelphia by three. That's the call. What are your thoughts on the, on the total now, up to 51? Uh, you know, when, when, when I have a, a feel towards a lean, uh, especially with the point spread, I don't like to think about the total because it makes my my mind isn't thinking about what the <laughs> game's going to be like. Ultimately, 34-31, so that's the, that's the, the over the total. Right. going to go there. There we there go. go. Pr Pritch, is like just Pritch is trying to crowdsource and get as many many opinions as <laughs> yeah. possible before he makes his official that's bet. That's what so. you do as a data yeah. an Absolutely. Yeah. Data I, I, analysis. Pick it all up, everybody. I bet the under, and I was traumatized. Uh, I'm never <laughs> betting another under. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I want to see teams play hard, well, right. and good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Look, Ryan, my, I, I was about. sitting next to Pritch. He won the bet. He won an under and was like, <laughs> I'm, he was so, yeah, he was like, I'm never doing this again. But, hey, whatever. whatever I've done that a few times this year, too, and I'm just like, no, yeah, no. It happens. I think I ended up. I picked every game this year, and I think I ended up 32 games over 500. Everybody, Ooh, very nice. So we're, we're doing Very well. Yes, you now. are. All right, Ryan Give him Leaf. A follow uh, on Twitter. <laughs> Ryan Leaf. At, yes, at Ryan D. Leaf. You can follow him. Ryan. Really, first off, congrats to all, all the things you've been yes, able to do here absolutely. recently with with your consulting and speaking work. We want to congratulate you on that. Thanks so much for joining us. It's really been a fun uh, time hanging out with you. You bet. Tell Brent hi for me, fellow Montana, and let's go. We will. All right. Final segment. Lombardi line coming up next. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not like that, CJ. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard, live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards Points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As we welcome you back for the final time on the Lombardi line, I'm Ben Wilson from downtown Las Vegas. Mike Pritchard, the former NFL wide receiver with us 
on Radio Row in Phoenix. A uh, big thanks to our entire crew, not only uh, in Phoenix at Radio Row with our engineers, Kent Sports and uh, Des Schultz, but Andrew Ingold, our technical director here back in Las Vegas, Brian Ortega, uh, Rob Moreno, I got Mikhail Miranda, Andre Pariso, Troy Kinch, Ryan Hunter, all doing a great job uh, here keeping the show afloat at Circa. Pritch, I do have a, uh, a little restaurant recommendation uh, for you tonight that I'll give you at the end of the show because I know you're, you got to get, okay. you, you need a properly cooked steak tonight, Pritch. And you got a lot of people to entertain as the former, uh, former wide receiver. So I've got one for you coming up at the end of the show. Uh, I will, I will be, I'll mention it on air because it was a great place that I was able to go to last okay, summer. Okay. I look forward to that. So, well, we, yeah, we tease the audience for that in like eight minutes. For now, we welcome on Josh Applebaum, host of VEASAN Morning Daily Bets, joins us from Boston, where sports betting is now live, legal in the state of Massachusetts. Josh, I, I could just feel the smile uh, across your face. We're all the way over here in Vegas. What was your first weekend of uh, legalized betting in Massachusetts like? Oh, it was a great success, guys. Ben and Pritch, great to be with you. And by the way, is this Lombardi line or betting across America? You know, Ben, you're in Vegas. I'm in Boston. Pritch is in Arizona. Yeah, we, we got go. a throwback show today, so let's get after it. But, yeah, it's been a great weekend here. Remember, we... Finally legalized sports betting for in-person betting in Massachusetts. It went live last Tuesday. I waited until the weekend, called my friends and I, my fiance Elise. We went to the Encore in Boston. I was really impressed with kind of what I saw. You obviously had uh, 10 uh, betting uh, windows here, a lot of kiosks to place your bet. If you're in Boston, parking is a really, really big headache here, so you can park for free at the Encore. That's just for, you know, the locals to remember. So if you want to stop by, uh, you can place some bets. It's easy to get in and out. Uh, there were a lot of uh, great things to, to see there. Number one uh, was kind of the opportunity to just, you know, post about the book, uh, sweat your bets. You know, it's kind of a surreal feeling that I've been seeing all these different states, every state but mine legalized. And finally, I get a shot to do it myself. Now, we do have to wait until uh, about a month from now, early March, until mobile betting takes place. My only suggestion suggestion for Encore, let's get some Lazy Boy chairs in there. There was one, a lot of too many tabletops for me. I'm looking for some Lazy Boys, <laughs> maybe some more betting sheets. Uh, and I did get a Grand Slam burger, Pritch. You're going to love this. It was $24. Okay. A little bit pricey here, but you can catch your bets. Not too bad. I'm ecstatic, though, guys. We finally joined the rest of the country, or 35 states now, with legalized betting. So shout out to everyone in Massachusetts who can finally bet legally. Yeah, look at that, Ben. I mean, this guy's been campaigning for let us bet forever, <laughs> uh, and he gets it, and now he's complaining about lazy boys already. I know. Get, <laughs> yeah, get Josh Applebaum. Yeah. Get Josh Applebaum a lazy boy. Yeah, we'll figure. We'll uh, get, put that on the list now. That that's up next. Uh, Josh, as far as the market, not a whole lot of movement, at least on the on the side with the Eagles still laying a point and a half. Some movement to the total up to fifty one. What's your latest interpretation of all the data coming in? Yeah, Ben, I think you hit the nail on the head. Now we're kind of in kind of just kind of a uh, kind of a static period here when it comes to the spread. As you mentioned, remember, this is about a pick them opener. Some shops are even Chiefs around minus two and a half. The immediate move was toward Philly, all the way up to Philly minus two and a half. There was buyback uh, early last week on KC plus two and a half. We've been sitting now back down at one and a half for quite a while now at this point. Now we did see South Point go to minus two. Uh, briefly here, there are a couple shops that are juiced up a little bit toward Philly, minus one and a half, minus 115. But for all intents and purposes, we're kind of static at this point. Philly continues to be the public play, getting 70% of bets. But I think there are a couple reasons if you like Philly, and that's where I'm leaning on, guys. I'm waiting for this late movement to come in. Typically, you're going to see most of the betting on the Super Bowl take place the last few days before the game starts. But if you look at Super Bowl line moves, just what it opened at, where the line moved, which team did it go to? Those teams are 11 and four against the spread, 73% in the Super Bowl since 2005. Also, short favorites. If you're minus two and a half or less in the Super Bowl, you're three and one ATS, 75% over the last decade here. So that would match with Philly. I also think there's an advantage here in the trenches with a great offensive line. You have four rookie cornerbacks here uh, for Kansas City that maybe could get taken advantage of. 
And I'll just throw this at you guys. I was reading about Nick Sirianni. If you're looking for like a chip on your shoulder, uh, and Pritch knows this, I'm sure, but uh, he was, I believe, either the one of the assistants or tight ends coach or one of the coaches on Kansas City, and then Andy Reid came, and Andy Reid let him go. And it wasn't like, you know, uh, kind of a, um, a vindictive thing or anything. He just wanted to bring in his own people. But Sirianni mentioned that kind of a chip on his shoulder, maybe having something to prove going up against, you know, a coach that uh, didn't keep him on his staff. So that's kind of a, a little bit of an angle there. But the biggest move that we've seen, Ben, you mentioned this has been the total. You know, we were sitting around around 49 ish, 50 ish for much of the early portion of last week. But over the last 24 hours or so, a lot of money's hit that over. There are a couple of betting syndicates that I know like that over around over 50. Now we're up to 51. But I'm not going to go rush to the window and bet this over, guys. I know we have two really good offensive teams, but the basically the betting system matches for me are on basically high total unders. Because if you look at the Super Bowl, when the total is 48 or higher in the Super Bowl since 2008, seven and two to the under. And if you look at high totals in, this, in just the playoffs in general, 48 or higher. Uh, they're four and one to the under this postseason. They're 24 and 12 to the under 67% uh, over, uh, since 2000 or less over the last five years. So again, if you're betting the over, you know, you're rooting for points. Obviously that's going to be the public play here, but you're kind of getting the worst of the number and all my system matches are buying low, taking the under. So pretty much no man's land. Haven't moved with the spread still minus one and a half Philly. I'm leaning Philly money line. And again, I know there's a lot of money to this over, but all my matches are on the under tonight uh, in this game, guys. Yeah. You know what, Josh is interesting too, because I mean, just, uh, taking a pulse or a temperature out here at Super Bowl, I mean, it's like, you know, is there a scenario in which the line can move towards Kansas City? I mean, I, I don't know if the market's indicating that to you at all. So that's a great question, Pritch. I think the next move is going to be really, really important here because we saw the initial, mm -hmm. maybe the line was set a little bit too much in favor of Kansas City because that initial move was toward Philly. And then there's been a buyback there on the plus two and a half. I mean, if you got two and a half with Kansas city, you're sitting pretty here. I don't know if you're, where we're going to get back to that number. We shall see with the late movement, but also you're looking at a teaser. You know, if you were uh, looking in Pritch, I don't know if the syndicate has a take on this one, but I really can't <laughs> argue with taking Patrick Mahomes. Who's seven, one and one ATS as a dog uh, in his career, taking the Kansas city chiefs up to seven and a half in this spot. But I think the next move is mm -hmm. critical. You know, do we see this get up to two? That's going to be further validation that Philly's taking in their respected money. And our buddy, Thomas Gable at the Borgata, he's already, I, I believe at two, just because, regional kind of biases there a lot of yeah. philly fans there in new jersey so you got to keep right. that into account based on where you're going to bet it but pritch i think if it gets to two good sign for the eagles if we see this thing over the next few days get back down to one or pick them that's gonna be a really good sign toward the contrarian play with patrick mahomes and josh mm -hmm. applebaum joining yeah. us right now give him a follow at josh underscore insights if you don't do if you haven't done so already in the final couple minutes of the show josh let's rattle through your two super bowl props what have you already looked to put in the account yeah, so I think with prop bets, you know, I'm more of a conventional spread, total money line, or, you know, over-under kind of guy. You know, prop bets, to me, I think you just want to be a little careful. There's so many options out there. Uh, there are reports now that prop betting, uh, the handle on props are almost uh, more than uh, than just the conventional uh, regular betting on the uh, spread money line over-under. So to me, I'd pick your spots. I wouldn't go too crazy. I would lean just in general on more no's and more unders because the public loves yeses and overs. But my angle here, guys, I'm looking at two running backs. And Pritch, I'd love maybe your knee-jerk reaction to this one. Um, two running backs to go over the rushing yards. One is Kenneth Gainwell, over 20.5 rushing yards. The other one is Boston Scott, over 8.5 rushing yards. My angle here is you got a great offensive line with the Philadelphia Eagles. That's been their identity in the trenches running the ball. And Miles Sanders, he's their top dog, is over under 60.5. But really what you've seen out of Gainwell, he didn't he didn't really get a lot of wear and tear during the regular season. But during the playoffs, he's really shined. 112 rushing yards against the G-Men, 48 against San Fran with their great rushing offense. And Boston Scott, 
kind of your scat back here, but he had 21 rushing yards against San Fran, 32 against the G-Men. So I know Miles Sanders is your best running back, but I'm looking toward Gainwell over 20 and a half and Boston Scott over eight and a half. I think those might be undervalued, kind of under the radar over bets. Well, I hope uh, Gainwell has one carry for 20 yards. How about that? Because I got a <laughs> MVP ticket uh, on Miles Sanders, Josh Applebaum. I heard about that. What number did you get, Pritch? Are you going to buy us all drinks when you hit that thing? Uh, I Absolutely. <laughs> 30 to 1. I mean, I'm waiting for Patrick Mahomes and MVP regular season is 7 to 1. I'm buying Phoenix drinks. Oh, boy. That hits. Don't, don't let too many people hear that, Pritch. That, that could get expensive know, very quickly with where you're at. That guy, uh, yeah, so that's yeah, that's did, the Mike Pritchard. Uh, yeah, you did say it a little bit loud. <laughs> that's the Mike Pritchard uh, log shot, 30 to 1 on Miles Sanders. I, I like those two angles, though, Josh. Those are kind of two of the forgotten about running backs, and you get, yeah. you get very – very, uh, very good numbers, too. So low, very competitive as well in the market. Again, Josh Applebaum joining us here on the Lombardi Line. Josh, I know you're going to have more content here coming up as the week continues on vsin.com as well as the vsin Morning Daily Bets podcast. So, as always, great to catch up with you, man, and, and get those lazy boys out there in uh, Massachusetts, all right? Let us know when they arrive. <laughs> I know. I mean, because when you guys come visit me in Boston, we're going to post up. We're going we're gonna to sweat yes. games at the Encore. But I appreciate it, we guys. Will. Pritch, stay out of trouble there in the desert. Yes. He will, will do try. his best. Uh, Pritch, here, here you go. <laughs> little little rituals. Little rituals. Outstanding little cocktail bar. I had a great dinner with uh, with Seth Bonner, a, a arena football okay. Hall of Famer this past summer. Take the crew out to Little Rituals, all right, if you're in Phoenix. It's right across the street from the arena. All right. Anyway. Absolutely. Big, We're going to hit it up. Big thanks to everybody uh, as part of the show. There's Dez <laughs> and Ken on the way out as we say so long from the Lombardi line. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings for the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.